Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep Tea. And I'm Natalie. And if you're listening, today is Wednesday, which means we have a new time slot. Our episodes will now drop on Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. And our YouTube videos will be released on Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. So we're really excited to be moving from Mondays to Wednesdays because it'll just give us more time to edit, watch a lot of reality TV, put our thoughts together, and put the best recap we can for you guys. So see you every Wednesday now. Yes. And speaking of recaps, we have some really exciting recaps coming up. And honestly, I'm really here for all of the reality TV we're about to consume because there's going to be a lot. Um, Today, we are recapping Love is Blind after the Altar Season 4. And in the next two episodes, we'll be recapping the Ultimatum Season 2. And then on September 27th, we'll be recapping Love is Blind Season 5 which premieres on September 22nd. So lots of fun things to watch. I know. I cannot believe that season five is coming out. I mean, the fact that we did, we were on season two and that was just last year, they are like pumping these Love is Blind seasons out. But I did hear that they already finished filming seasons six and seven. And they're about to film seasons eight and nine. It's insane, dude. And then literally, uh, like, there's so many people that are, I see, like, cast calls out for, like, other cities, like, Denver, Nashville. There's just so many out there. It's insane. People have just been, like, messaging me, like, should I apply? I'm like, for what season? (laughs) Like, where are (laughs) you? Like, which one? (laughs) Yeah, which one are you doing? It's so funny, but they're definitely pumping them out. Did you see that Chelsea from season four is part of the casting team now? So she's going to help cast for future seasons? I saw that. I saw that. I was like, whoa, that's exciting, though. I guess she has, a you know, an audience to reach. So I'm excited for her to be helping out with that. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool because, like, I do think that Chelsea is one of the more genuine people across the Love is Blind seasons. Um, And so I think that she'll have, like, a good radar in terms of, like, who's kind of ready to get married through the process. Because obviously, Mm -hmm. like, yes, the drama is great and all, but I think what makes the show successful is when there are successful marriages. And so I think that she, like, is able to kind of, like, gauge that maybe – you know, through what she went through and her experience on the show. Yeah, I second that. I second that statement. Well, anyways, can we go right into After the Altar? I wanted to do a life update, but I feel like there's <laughs> yeah. so much we need to just like talk about um, on this season's of After the Altar. And I just, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a <laughs> yeah. long ass episode. So let's go right into yeah, forget it. Our lives. Forget yeah. about our lives. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want to update, nothing happens. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Not as exciting as this. So yeah. Uh, yeah. What but, did you think? What were your general thoughts on this on this episodes? Okay. I mean this in the nicest way. I think that this after the altar was so boring. And it's nothing against the cast itself because I think that this truly is the best cast out of all the Love is Bind seasons, but it was just not interesting. Like, I don't think anyone is really invested in, you know, what happened to these cast members after the show. I mean, the show isn't even on Netflix's US top 10, which is like so shocking to me. I think this is the first time a Love is Blind related show has not made it into the top 10 in the US. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall for me, I, like you said, it was kind of very like anticlimactic. <laughs> 
climatic, yeah. climactic. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I just thought like the couples showed like their uplifting high points of their marriages. But I wish we could have seen some of the ways that they're like improving their relationships with each other, because I really want to know what their low points are and like what like the hardships, I guess. Because if you think about it, these couples have been got married literally by knowing each other like less than two months, right? And yeah. so obviously they're going to like learn so much about each other. And I wish we could see how they're kind of navigating that because I'm sure there's a lot that comes up. But I do have to say, if I was in their position, I would not want to talk about my relationship issues, like especially to a broader international audience. Like, I just feel like mm, that's none of your business, I guess. But so I, I understand why they didn't reveal too much. But like you said, you know, the drama is what creates those ratings. And it sucks to say that. But that's why I think, like you said, it like lackluster. You know? Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. I think generally the couples were very careful. I think they learned actually from season three and season two. Um, I kind of heard mm -hmm. this at the live reunion when we were talking to the season four cast. So there is quite a bit of behind the scenes drama with that cast. Um, and the advice when they asked like the cast members from the other seasons for advice when it came to after the altar because after the altar for them started filming a few days after the live reunion we were like do not get involved in any drama just yeah. like don't like even if there is like bad blood act like there isn't just you know act like everything is okay like you guys have sorted everything out if you're still acting like there's bad blood it'll look like you didn't move on even though it's like you know filmed like way before the premiere date um yeah so yeah. I kind of, I get it because that's the advice that we gave them as people who have been in their shoes mm -hmm. and they took it, which is amazing. Um, but also I think from a viewership standpoint, you're right. It just, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, we're, mm, meh. yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing interesting to see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to add on to that too, it's like, this is after the altar filming will be the last time they're put in a situation where they have to interact with people that they wouldn't normally see in their everyday lives. You know, like all the couples, I feel like they hang out, but like all of the other people outside of them, I don't think that they would hang out with them in a normal situation yeah. anyway. So I think our advice is on point, like rise above it. Don't like, you know, don't do what I so did. Stuck in the drama. <laughs> yeah, do I was like, don't do what I did, honey. Yeah. I actually told that to one of the season four cast members um, when we all got dinner before the live reunion. I was like, do not do what I did. <laughs> just act like you are above it. Move on. Even if it's pissing you off right now, just it won't look good a few months from now. So yeah. um, look, I get it. I totally, totally get it. I guess what we're saying, it just makes kind of like for boring TV. Um, yeah. I was excited about some of those redemption arcs, though. I mean, I was excited to see what was going to happen. Like, are Micah and Irina going to, you know, go on an apology tour to everyone that they, they kind of impacted, which they kind of did, I guess. But it was interesting to see... I don't know. I don't know. Micah and Irina, them still being friends. I'm just surprised by that, that they're still, like, close, I guess. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean... I, I'm not. 
it, it <laughs> you know, they were close in the pods and those friendships that you form in those pods are pretty strong. And I bet they had to lean on each other when they were both like getting ripped apart on social media when people were calling them mean girls. So I kind of get why they're still yeah. friends. Do you remember though, like didn't Micah distance herself a little bit from Irina after that though? That's why yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I don't know where this friendship is going to end up. But in my opinion, I, I like that they're still friends. At the live reunion, they were like very, very close. So yeah. I think I assume that it was more of like a PR tactic uh, specifically mm. for Micah. Can we talk about Micah and this whole Paul and Paul's mom storyline? Because I think this was like one of the only like interesting things that happened in After the Altar. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know, dude. This was really wild to me. I feel like Micah and Paul's mom, it was so uncomfortable to watch just because if that was my mom, I would be so upset because no matter how much you like an ex of mine, like from my mother's perspective, like I think it's just so disrespectful to sit there and kind of be like, I wish it was you. And then kind of like bashing on the other girl that, that Paul is talking to, you know, I was just like, what is happening here? Like, why, why is this meetup even happening? Like, what's the purpose of it? Yeah, it's like absurd. when Paul's mom says to Micah like that she's going to break her kneecaps of like the Ooh. girl that Paul's talking to. I yeah. was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you even say that on TV, Paul's mom, Liz? Yeah, I think it's like, her I'm name. sure it's a joke, <laughs> Liz. No, I know. But it's like, oh, come no, on. But still, no, no, no. It's you know, bad. Yeah, I'm like, you know that. Look, we always talk about this. There's always another layer of like the fact that you know what you're saying is going to end up on TV. And mm-hmm. if if my mom was Paul's mom, I'd be so embarrassed about like what she was doing and saying on TV. Like, yeah, I think Paul's mom knew better, but just kind of wanted like screen time. And it was just trying to be like sassy or probably following along to whatever the producers were asking of her to do. I do think, in my opinion, that the whole storyline between Paul and Micah was kind of was fake. Yeah. I I kind of, I agree because in what world are they telling each other that they still have lingering feelings for each other, but Paul is talking to somebody else? I just, if that's true, then I think that's really shitty of Paul because he's not really giving his new person like the attentions that, that she deserves, if that makes sense. Like, I just think it's awkward that he's not like... I don't know. I just feel I feel the same way. I feel like it's forced completely. It didn't seem yeah. genuine. I was like, oh, okay, there's lingering feelings. But I highly doubt that there would be any lingering feelings after Paul said that, you know, Micah's not fit to be a mother or doesn't have like a nurturing side to her. I just feel like that's like after that, you don't come back. I don't know. Yeah. Here's me, what I think. And this is just a theory of mine. And again, it's also based on things that I've heard. So... They filmed After the Altar a few days after the live reunion. There was a lot of drama on social media between Paul and Micah. Like, they were kind of, like, going into each other. Like, Paul was talking about Micah to TMZ about how she, like, after they broke up, she, like, fucked to Europe with another dude. And then Micah and Paul Mm -hmm. were also in interviews being like, yeah, we don't talk anymore. So I was like, oh, but now you're saying that he reaches out and you guys still talk? But then I was thinking when like the casting producers reached out to me about Perfect Match season two, it was during the live reunion. So when Micah and Paul were filming, they were probably both asked to be on Perfect Match season two. And so I think 
they're probably deciding or had already decided they were going to do the show. I think Paul mm-hmm. was probably seeing this girl, but also considering Perfect Match season two. And so I think that they drove up this storyline on After the Altar about how like, you know, they're talking or like the doors, you know, like they're in this weird situation to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of continue their opportunity on Perfect Match season two, if that makes sense. And I'm not yeah. saying that they're like bad people for doing that because no. look, it's showbiz, baby. It's reality TV. <laughs> like after your first stint oh, on a TV show, it's kind of like a gameplay after that. Like, let's be real. Yeah, I, I guess I do understand that. But it was interesting when in the later episodes when Paul and Micah were sitting down to have that conversation at the party, I was just a little bit confused because they were talking about how there's lingering feelings for, but for Micah, she was like, I'm setting a boundary. I think we, we shouldn't talk anymore. And I don't know, like Paul definitely does not respect her boundaries in any way because I I don't know. I would just, he just doesn't know how to like quit, I guess. He's just let her go, bro. Like just let her go. Like why keep the door open when you know that you would never get back together, like you're kind of stringing her along. And I think that's what it feels like because he's already talking to other people and has moved on. So I just yeah. think it's absurd and it's giving breadcrumbing. <laughs> like, yeah, just he's, stop breadcrumbing her. <laughs> yeah. If you believe that there's actually like the things they were saying, like he was reaching out and there's still lingering feelings, like, yeah, he's kind of like an asshole. Because if mm. you really think back, to the past, he launched his new relationship like just like a week or so after filming for After the Altar ended. So it wasn't just a girl he was talking to. Like they were pretty fucking serious or getting to that point for him to hard launch her on social media. Mm -hmm. But also he was posting like, like hints that he was with someone while filming After the Altar. So I'm like, I don't know. But this is what turned me off is when Paul says in that last conversation with Micah at the party, he goes, Oh, I'm sure I'll see you down the road. I think he had said that yeah. because he was still thinking of perfect match. Oh, say, so, oh, that makes sense. But yeah. also, you bring up a, such a good point because in these episodes, I expected Paul to bring his girlfriend onto filming because we saw it on Instagram. So I was like, oh, yeah. like, are we going to see some new new girlfriends on the on the season or in the after the altar? I was like, hmm. But we never saw her. Instead, we find him like telling Micah that he still has feelings for her. I'm like, and his mom being like, I know, like, I still love her. I still like I was like, okay, that's why I feel like it's a little bit fake just because like, if you really put the timeline together, it just doesn't make sense. And I I do think that it was kind of like a setup for them to if they both ended up on perfect match season two, but I I'm making the assumption that Paul ended up not doing perfect match season two. I think that maybe his relationship got more serious and he ultimately said no, but I think when they were filming again, this is just Mm -hmm. a theory of mine. I think that they were both considering it and kind of gave into this storyline to kind of like make things a little bit more juicy, probably at the push of the producers, to be honest. I think that both of them are kind of like, um, I don't want to say people pleasers, but I think it's, hey. I think naturally <laughs> they follow what the producers say. I'm dead. I know it's interesting how perfect match is playing such a role in how these storylines play out. Yeah. <laughs> I love all of your theories to it. Like, do you well, think it's like, I, I it's like our season? Them. Like, yeah, Shane had already filmed perfect match and then he filmed scenes mm-hmm. for after the altar, but it made it look like the other way when our after the altar came out. Like when yeah. Shana asked him, like, I think something about Panama, which is where they filmed perfect match season one. 
Um, and But he had already come back from Panama at that point. And same thing here where there's a conversation Micah has with Chelsea and Chelsea says, oh, like your guy is not here in Seattle. I think he's like somewhere else, like maybe in Brazil. I don't think Perfect Match mm-hmm. Season 2 is filming in Brazil per se, but I think that my theory is that that conversation was kind of planted by producers for Chelsea to say that to Micah mm-hmm. to kind of set the stage of like Micah might find her love somewhere yeah, abroad yeah. where Perfect Match Season 2 is being filmed. That is honestly, you did a really good job putting that together. But that conversation was a little <laughs> uncomfy for me to watch, weirdly, right? Because I agree. Like, I really do think that that conversation was forced. Like, I don't think Chelsea wanted to talk. But it, like, I could see in her demeanor and her mannerisms, like, she wasn't even looking Micah in the face at the beginning of the conversation. She was just looking like off to the side a little bit. But I don't know. It was really funny to me the way Chelsea was like, yeah, get out of here. Like, get out of Seattle. I was just like, it was so funny. I was just like, yeah. she's like, goodbye, please leave. <laughs> Go find your person somewhere yeah. else. I think Chelsea was just like trying to be like very nice on camera. But I do think that yeah. was kind of like something definitely I'm assuming a producer like prompted her to say that. Yeah. And I'm sure she's above it. She just doesn't care to be in her vicinity constantly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, yeah, go do your thing. There's no bad blood, but just let's be done. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't either after I just saw on the show how like Micah was trying to like kind of talk negatively about, you know, kind of like manipulate Kwame in the pod. So like, I kind of get it. Mm. It's but good for Chelsea for like, I don't know, Keeping it Getting together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, <laughs> but anyways, those are my theories about, you know, the whole Micah-Paul situation. Paul's mom, um, I don't know about her, but like she should never. You know what's crazy, actually? We received a DM. Um, I was talking to you about this earlier today about how Paul's mom is saying in some Facebook love is blind group about how she sees nothing bad about her actions on after the altar. Oh, she's like, what did I do? (laughs) Someone DM does that. That's lacking like, a little bit of self-awareness because what, how do you not see that you're not supporting your son in this instance? Like you, you're not Micah's mother, <laughs> like you're Paul's mother. I know. I don't know, dude. Especially when she, she was like, beg, you know, begging goes a long way. I was like, what? I, was I like, know. I would uh, be like, absolutely not. You're acting like like Micah is Paul's love love of his life. Like, yeah, yeah, no, maybe in that case, begging goes a long way, but not in this one. <laughs> I mean, granted, Paul did say something that wasn't like the best thing towards Micah at the end of Love is Blind, you know, the season finale. But still, like, there's a reason why he said it. But yeah, yeah. the begging comment really sent me. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. She's... Uh, she's a, she's, she's an, interesting. an interesting one. I mean, yeah. look, if she was my mom, I'd be really, really embarrassed. But maybe Paul's just like, hey, it, it is what it is. <laughs> but I wanted to move on to Keisha, who is a new cast member um, on After the Altar. Um, so Keisha... Can I just say... Exactly. You're going to explain who Keisha is. But for me, I had to be like, Keisha, who is Keisha? <laughs> like, that's where my mind went. I was like, who is she? I know. Uh, I know it. I really <laughs> had to like jog my memory and be like, who is she? But um, uh, I like that they played a lot of like, 
uh, throwback clips from like the live reunion or from the show, because, you know, obviously over time, like we forget a lot as well. Um, but I, I was kind of shocked that they, they brought Keisha and along with so many like new cast members, I think it showed that they were like the producers are probably really struggling to get like drama going and they had to bring people yeah. from like, not the main cast of season mm-hmm. four onto the screen. So for those of you who don't remember, Keisha was on the season four cast. She didn't get screen time, so she didn't get engaged. But she dated Marshall um, after he broke up with Jackie. And the reason Mm -hmm. why that was a big deal is because Jackie accused Marshall of wanting the engagement ring back because he wanted to use it to propose to Keisha. And so Marshall was like at the live reunion, no, that wasn't the case. I only went on one date with Keisha and that was it. But Keisha refutes that and says like, no, like we went on multiple dates and he was like, you know, saying things like I want to be with you, like, or something about like marriage, I think to her. Um, So I thought that was very interesting because it kind of shows, I don't know, it kind of like takes credibility away from Marshall a little bit. Um, So... Yeah, I think the the interesting dynamic there was that Keisha was talking to Jackie. So I think that was the most surprising part for me because one, I really didn't know who she was. And once I connected those dots, I was like, oh, it's even more interesting now that Jackie and Keisha are friends. So yeah. when she threw that out at the reunion, I, I guess I didn't realize that they were like close because you see in this in these scenes that they seemed to be pretty close. And so they said I like they were the, best friends. Like they're part of a group yeah. called the Core Four from the Pods. Mm-hmm. So, I, news to me completely. I was like, "Wow, okay." And that's, <laughs> um, but I guess you know, there's a lot of dynamics. You know how the Pod world goes. Like we date everyone, so it's like you create these connections, but there's always that history with other people. You know, yeah. that goes on behind the scenes. So. Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting of like, is Keisha telling the truth? It kind of gives a little insight into like Marshall as well, if you believe Keisha. I don't know. But again, I think it goes back. I'm not saying like Marshall's a bad guy or anything. Like I I completely get it being in his shoes when you're kind of like your public reputation's on the line. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it causes you um, to kind of like not lie, but like downplay things. Yeah. Um, so wait, so what did you think about Marshall and Shay? This was um, a new Oh yeah, so Marshall yeah, introduced Marshall. his new girlfriend Shay on the show. Um yeah. I'm shocked that there wasn't more like screen time around them because I feel like people were so interested in Marshall's love life after the yes. initial like season 4 premiered. Um I was surprised when they said they celebrated their 1 year anniversary because I feel like that's not true because again after the altar was filmed like a few days a week after the live reunion Marshall was on the vile files podcast and he said on that podcast that you know like he was seeing someone but it was like complicated and he needed to uncomplicate it so it sounded like he wasn't really with someone I don't know it was very confusing um and then when I met him at the live reunion he told me he was single so I I I was like huh like when I saw it I was like (laughs) you guys were together for a year because during filming you know you were in a complicated place with her what I would say so it was shocking to me yeah 
I wonder if he like meant I'm celebrating my one year based on like when we met and started talking. But usually that's not how you celebrate a one year. It's when you like confirm that you're dating. I don't know if that looks differently in their minds. But yeah, that was a little bit odd to me because one year is a long time. And yeah, when he said, you know, I do want to spend the rest of my life with her. I thought I was like, wow, is this like a, wow. is this supposed to be a commitment? Like, I, that's I'm what shocked me. Regardless, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's what shocked me. Cause I was like, wait, look, if we're going again, back to timeline, you told me you were single at the live reunion. So I was like, what? <laughs> um, but regardless, I mean, maybe they just took a little break because it was so, um, like so much pressure when the show came out, I'm mm-hmm. sure for him. And so maybe they had reconciled and, you know, I think yeah. when you reconcile with the next, you kind of, when you count how many years you have been together, I think it starts from like the beginning. Like Wait, is Marshall, is Shay Marshall's ex? No, but I meant like, let's say you're dating someone and you guys like yeah. take like a few months break. You wouldn't oh, consider yeah, you like your the day you started dating is after that break, you would consider it from like the first time you started dating. So maybe that's yeah. what he's like. Yeah. How, why to. they're celebrating their one year. No, uh, but really quickly, can we talk about Marshall and Jackie's conversation? Because I was actually really excited to see this conversation go down because I knew it was going to happen, obviously. But I just really liked that they ended on a good note. Like, there was a lot of moments when they were talking where I actually awed out loud and like, okay, I did get a tiny bit teared up because the only reason, because this relationship I feel like was so tumultuous and they went through such a bad breakup and like there were so many online haters and I don't know, I guess it was just like a really intense situation um, when it all went down, but I just, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed this conversation and I felt like they left with a good resolution and can I just say, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I actually really like Jackie. I do too. I, yeah. Like, do I think that she handled things way differently than I would have? Absolutely. But I think sometimes, you know, just strong feelings just clouds your judgment. And it felt like she's reflected on it. And I don't know. I like her. Yeah. No, I... I really liked the conversation that they had with each other, Marshall and Jackie. I thought it was very mature, especially because, again, it was happening with all the drama, um, you know, right after the live reunion. And so just knowing that they filmed that scene probably like a week after, you know, the live reunion, I think it says a lot about both of them that they're kind of willing to um, put everything to the side and just like, you know, just be peaceful, hopefully. Um, Uh, what I, what I really like about Jackie is, um, just knowing she was also getting just like ripped apart on social media. Like people were sending her death threats and things like that. You could just tell she was like, I just got to move on. Like, I just want to move on with my life. Um, so I really just like felt for her. I think what was really interesting about that conversation is when Marshall says, like, I'm sorry, I like pressured you into that relationship. I should have like just let it kind of run its course. I think mm-hmm. that gives a different perspective to like what happened to their relationship on the initial on their initial season. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. of it maybe it wasn't as clear cut of Jackie just kind of um, ending it with Marshall, maybe it was something that they felt like 
you know, leading up to that breakup. And obviously Jackie's actions made it way worse. Mm -hmm. But I think that it, it, after he said that it was more like a, oh, were they, did they already know that relationship was kind of doomed? Yeah. You know, what's interesting is like, sometimes when you know in your heart that you're not meant to be with somebody, but the other person rejects you first, I think you have this like innate feeling in your body. Cause I mean, that's what happened to me is where you want to prove yourself and be like, no, I want to be chosen, you know? And so even though, you know, that relationship is not meant for you, you kind of still fight for it in a weird way. And so I think, I don't know, that's kind of how I I feel it maybe went down, but yeah, I just, you're right. Like, I just, I don't know. That made me after that conversation, it made me really feel good for them because it was just so highly intense, you know? Yeah. Regardless of what you think about Marshall and Jackie, I think that in that moment, they were just very mature people because you have to remember that there was so much drama with those two while this was filming. And so to just see them kind of just be like, oh, let's just, I'm happy for you. You know, (laughs) let's just kind of like move on. Um, I think it says a lot, uh, it says a lot about both of them, regardless of like what you think of, of each of them. What did you think about Jackie and Josh's relationship and how their story went down? Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think that I'm hopeful for them. I do think that they'll make it work long-term. The fact that they stayed together after all the drama surrounding their relationship, I think says a lot. I think they're a little bit awkward on screen, but I want to chalk that up to the fact that, again, both of them were getting so much social media hate at this time. So I'm sure they were like kind of awkward or trying to figure out like, how do we just look happy on screen when all the shit is going on like behind the scenes. So I think just knowing all of that, they did a pretty good job. I feel like Josh was a little bit like, I don't know how to explain it. Like antsy or very just, there was like this frustrated energy coming from him. But again, I don't know if it came from the fact that he was getting so much social media backlash and hate at that time. I feel like the the scene where they were on the Ferris wheel was kind of cute. I've read comments where they're like, this is really awkward. But for me, I think that just like defines their relationship. I think like he's just a very playful person. Like he, I'm sure, I don't know. I didn't get a lovey-dovey vibe, but I was just like, he just like fucks with her. Like he just like messes with her. Yeah, I think I mean, it's kind of funny. That's my yeah, sense of humor. I, so I, I don't yeah, think it was like... It. Weirdish, but I think that there was moments no. like with Monica, like, that whole situation. I think he was like, I feel like he got angrier on camera than he probably should have, but I think it's a fact that he was getting so much social media hate at the time of filming, like yeah, filming I, after I, the altar. No, I, I agree. I think like that's what I that's what I was gonna get at was that at the Ferris wheel, the Ferris wheel, I felt like they were kind of fine but then when new care not new characters but when new when they were around other people who kind of intensified their emotions i could tell josh was like like you said very uneasy it felt like and he i'm sure gets so much judgment so when he's getting it from his ex-fiance from the show and who is also jackie's really good friend part of that core four i think that's where like it really complicated things and 
Can I say in that moment, though, like Monica and Jackie's conversation was a little surprising to me. I had no idea that they were even close. Did you know that? I, this core four is confusing to me in its entirety, to be honest. I know. New information. <laughs> Can <laughs> I be honest? Real. I was like, Jackie, if you're listening to this, I don't think the core four is like, hmm. is very... Uh, I don't know. I think you got to kind of step away. Like the whole Keisha reaching out to, you know, Marshall after you guys broke up and then you got Monica here, which popular, unpopular opinion, Monica is a bad friend. Oof, yeah. I'm sorry, but she Monica. Says a lot. Yeah. I don't care if Monica is in the right or not. The fact that it's not the conversation itself, it's not necessarily the. It's not because of the situation itself. Like, I'm not saying Monica's a bad friend for posting on Instagram how she got engaged because I did go back to see her post. She doesn't mention Josh. She keeps it very, like, kind of, like, high level. Yeah. It's the That's fact... That's what she says, right? She's like, yeah. I don't even care to mention his name. It doesn't matter. I just want my story out there. Yeah. Which I get. I totally get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it. I I think I would feel the same way if I were... I was in her shoes. However, the reason why I think she's a bad friend is because she knew exactly what she was doing, having that intense conversation with Jackie in front of the cameras. Um, The fact she didn't give Jackie the heads up that she was coming to the party, which is a shitty thing to do to just surprise your quote unquote best friend in front of the cameras like that, knowing Mm. that Jackie and Josh during this time was getting so much backlash on hate online like my best friends would never do that i'm gonna go off right now the fact that monica kept saying i would never hurt you but you need to trust me well guess what you're hurting jackie by trying to get screen time by coming on screen surprising her at this party to have a really intense conversation to shit on josh like that's what monica was trying to do if she if jackie was your real best friend you would have had that conversation privately Yeah, I completely agree with you. I was about to say, go off queen. No, um, honestly, I was trying to give Monica the benefit of the doubt while I was watching this because I knew nothing about her or the situation. I hadn't even seen the post that she posted, right? I was just basically going off of this entire scene. And you could tell when Monica was talking to Jackie, like Jackie's demeanor was just like very hurt. Like she's like, I don't want to have to pick between my friend and my, my boyfriend or my significant other. And it just like, she should have just like left it at that and just been like, you know, I'm sorry that this is making you uncomfortable. She knew that it was making her uncomfortable and continued the conversation and then went on to say, you know what? Like friends last forever. I don't know if your relationship will. I thought that was so out of line. Like, Girl, like that's just it's not being a supportive friend in any way, especially not a best friend. And the way it was. But can I say, though, when Josh was brought into the situation, I honestly would have acted exactly like Jackie did. I would have got up and walked away because I'm like, this is this is extremely fucking stupid. Like, why am I putting myself in this situation? Like, you're not being a good friend. You're not being a good friend. Yeah, I think Josh is. Like the whole Monica posting on social media about being engaged. I think Josh is blowing that whole thing out of proportion. A hundred percent. However, the fact that she had a conversation in front of the cameras while again, it all comes down to the fact that Jackie and Josh were getting so much online hate and Monica, I'm sure Monica knew she was like going in there. Like 
if my best friend saw how mentally drained I was from all the online hate I was getting, the last thing that they would do is come on a TV show and have a conversation mm-hmm. about how I don't support their relationship, how like, I can't believe you're upset with me. Like that's a private conversation. Like that conversation should be held. That conversation should have been held in private. If Monica was being a good friend to Jackie, Monica knew exactly yeah. what she was doing. So the one thing that I did um, notice that Josh said though, was I also thought that he was kind of overreacting and I hadn't even seen the post. I was just like, she ha- does have the right to share her story, which Jackie agreed to. She was like, yeah, you absolutely have the right to do that. But when Josh came into the conversation, he said, it's not just the story you posted. It's also the fact that you're in comments on things and you're typing comments about the situation. I think that's what like frustrated him even more. And it would be interesting to see what she was saying on these like random posts that she's like commenting on. And I think that's kind of what added to the heat of the moment. But I do, I loved when Chelsea came into the picture after this conversation ended and she was like, bro, like just rise above it. Stop calling her a clout chaser. Like you have the girl, just go be happy. And I think that was the best advice that Josh could have ever gotten because that's the only way to kind of move on from this. I do not think that Jackie and Monica are going to like continue this friendship, not after what just transpired and what's aired. Like, I hope they don't. That's what happens when you find your best friends on a TV show. I think sometimes it works out, but then you're also becoming friends with personalities where they signed up for a TV show. And so it's like this weird balance of like, you're, you're, you have a friendship with someone who wants screen time. Yeah. And, and not to mention there's two versions of people that you meet is the one person that you met on the show and the person that you see like in person, but there's that one uh, personality of yours that you see online, which are like, why would you say this? Why would you post this? Why would you do that? It like creates so much conflict. I feel like. What did you think of the reveal scene between Monica and Josh? That was weird watching that because that did not show on, on season four. Yeah. And I think you mentioned this earlier in this episode, but I loved that they uh, kept giving flashbacks and kind of new scenes to us. I think they usually do that in After the Altar, just like a few, few like scenes that they didn't air, but um, just to like connect the dots. But I, I was really surprised that they aired that because a lot of the couples on our season that got engaged would die to get that footage. I know. Um, So we have a friend who got engaged on our season, but she didn't get screen time. They didn't follow her and her fiance at the time. But didn't yeah. she ask for like the footage of them getting engaged? Yeah. Or like she did because it, yeah, reveal day footage. She asked for it like as it was, she was gonna it was gonna be like a present. Um, but they did de- they definitely said no. They're like absolutely not. I think it's in the lost files forever. But Aww. the the reveal though, Nat, was <laughs> really hard to watch. When he goes, when you're thicker than a bull. Of- what did yeah. he say? He's, I don't know what he said. You're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. I don't know anything. Bowl of oatmeal. You're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. I'm I'm dead. And then the way she was like, I think I just got engaged to a lunatic. I was like, oh my God. Bro, the last thing you want to do is like make jokes about someone's body or it's just like oh not. God. Yeah. Not that was them. It's just not yeah. good. Um I he, he's I was thinking like how funny it would have been if they followed their storyline because I feel like it would have been a mess. 
you could just yeah. feel it like they would have been a mess. Yeah, she she immediately regretted him after the reveal. You could tell. I mean, he did have a lot of energy and he was like very playful and a little bit, you know, over the top. But yeah. Was, wow. Wow, wow, wow is all I can say. Yeah, but, I'm very curious um, how that ended. Like if it was yeah. after the reveal or did they date afterward? I was like, I'm missing <laughs> I'm missing more context. Like I want more, yeah. but well, we're done um, forever now. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing that happened at the party, there's a lot going on, but was the Irina and Amber conversation where Irina pulls aside Amber to essentially apologize to her. <laughs> what did you what did you think about that? I that was in <laughs> I really like Amber. I really like Amber's personality. I just really, really like Mm her. Um, She seems very mature. And I think she's too good for Paul. I'm glad they didn't end up together. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just really like Amber. I'm dead. Yeah. You know how you see someone on screen and you're like, they are, they just have really, you just tell they're like a good person. That's how I felt when I saw Amber on on the screen during um, After the Altar. You can tell that she's just genuinely on authentically herself. Like she doesn't need to filter herself because she's a good person, but she's going to like speak her mind. She's not like a pushover, you know, that's what exactly how I felt when she was talking to Irina, because I remember when, um, Irina kind of backtracked a little bit in the apology and she was like, well, I don't think I really saw you sitting in the, in the lounge, like talking. And she's like, no, Irina, you definitely saw me. And I think that's when I saw her energy shift. She's like, this doesn't matter to me. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's just move on. I, you're forgiven. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that too. I like how Amber didn't let Irina get away with kind of like lying or downplaying the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Amber was kind of like, you, you know, like you guys know what you did, like talking about Irina and Micah. So, um, yeah. but I like how Amber's like, I don't care. Like, I don't hate you yeah. be better, move on. She just, yeah. um, that was very mature of her. And the reason why I give more props to Amber is because Amber didn't get a lot of screen time on season four. Mm -hmm. And so she's not playing this game of like, how do I look like the bigger person? It just seems like it's her versus like, I think everyone else on the, on the cast. Yeah. It's her real feelings. And I, I, I actually enjoyed her conversation with Paul too. I was like, Hmm, where's this going? Cause I, I guess Amber is like seeing someone now in San Diego and they're both moving to San Diego. I thought it was weird when they were like, yeah, we'll hang out. And I'm like, I don't think that they're going to actually <laughs> hang out, go out with their significant others. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's it looks like there's like no feelings between them. So I mean, maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't think Paul actually moved to San Diego. I think he's, I think he was out there for a while. I don't know if he moved, but mm. I'm not sure. But I, I did like Irina a little bit in this episode, like especially when during um, the lunch with Shelby and Micah. Also, why did they bring Shelby back? I was like so confused. I, it was but, unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Irina says nobody wants to date Beans because people were comparing <laughs> her to Beans from the show Even Stevens oh, um, when when their initial season came out. So I thought that was, I don't know, it, it's, it was like very cute that she can just kind of like laugh at herself. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that lunch, it was so weird that they brought Shelby back. I was like, why, why are you guys bringing all these new people in here? We tried yeah. to, I tried to during yeah. our filming of 
after the altar and they're like, no, no, no. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, we wanted because that's the okay. I do have to say the one thing that I did like was that they brought in people from the broader cast because for me, like one of my best friends is from the broader cast or from our season. And so it was nice to see all these friendships, like the whole Monica, Jackie, the fat, I was about to say the fab four, <laughs> but the, the core four. <laughs> The core four, like that whole dynamic, like there's just so much more going on behind the scenes that I had no idea about. The cheetah girls. (laughs) The cheetah girl, exactly. Um, But I I like that they brought it in. But again, I think it's because to add more drama to this seat. Because imagine if all of those stories didn't play on these three episodes, like where would we be? (laughs) I know, it would just be like all the married couples being like, I'm so happy. Yeah. And then... I don't know. Dude, the flag football scenes, if they made us play fad flag football on our on our episodes, I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm running away from this. It's not happening. No, I heard from the season four cast. They hated it. They're like, this yeah, is stupid. I, know, I remember. So. Yeah, because Bliss blo- broke a nail. It was like dangerous. You know, there's a lot of pent up aggression they're taking out on each other. It's like, I don't know if this is, this is a great scenario. We got to put some elbow pads in for that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Can, should we talk about wins and losses from these three after the altar episodes? Like, what do you think the wins were? What do you think the losses were? I think a win would definitely be Brett and Tiff for me. I've always loved them as a couple. They are just so, I don't know. They just um, embody like a good relationship in my opinion. And I don't know. There wasn't that much drama with them. I did like the fact that Brett like really highlighted how um, Tiffany sacrificed a lot moving to Portland for him. And, and honestly, Brett is just funny. I like that the, they like go back and forth on like who's funnier. <laughs> I think that's really cute. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a good solid couple that came out of this crazy experiment. So I think that is definitely a huge win. I know we didn't talk a lot about them during this recap, but I think they're just like low drama. They kind of do their own thing in Portland. And I do love that they're a very mature couple. Um, I think all of the couples were a win um, in these episodes. Mm-hmm. Like um, Bliss mm-hmm. and Zach, they're so quirky and just very cute. cute. Kwame and Chelsea, I feel like they're very lovey-dovey. But I um, I also feel like they, you know, I don't know. Like they're they're really trying to like blend their families together and make it work. And, and I think that um, I liked them talking about that um i think another win was amber yeah um, i okay. loved just yeah, like how that. mature she came off i love her like also her little quirkiness and, and the way she mm-hmm. just kind of talks about the situations she found herself in yeah yeah i think uh one more win for me would be at the couple's dinner, I thought that was really sweet how all of them got together because I do think that they're all genuinely friends. But one of my, uh, one of the significant moments that I remember from that was when Chelsea kind of broke down and cried and was like, I feel like Kwame has made such a big sacrifice for me. And I think it's such a shift from when we see her earlier in the season to then because she kind of really understands that Kwame has been compromising and the fact that they didn't travel together. I don't know. I think it was just like a, such a good, amazing self-reflective moment. And I'm excited for all of the couple's journeys, but I don't know, especially them, I guess. Yeah. I thought that was a win. All right. What about losses? losses. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, losses. Paul's Paul's mom was a loss. Good one, Matt. Good one. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but mom. like she made herself look like 
not very good on TV. I can't imagine like what Paul's current girlfriend is thinking watching that. It just, (laughs) Uh, it was just not good. She kind of came off as like a future crazy mother-in-law type of thing. Just, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think a loss for me would be, I don't know. I feel like Zach and Bliss are very like inspirational and uplifting. And I wish I could see more of their story. I don't know. It was kind of very like, again, with all the couples, it was very surface level. I wish I could, they could have dug deeper. Um, I think another loss, unfortunately, was Jackie and Josh. I think that Josh... Did come off a little messy in these episodes, especially with the Monica Mm. conversation. I think that their energy was a little bit weird. And you'll, you know, I I looked at some of their um, comments on Instagram and you could see people are like commenting that. Um, Mm. Sad. And so I think that they didn't get like a full redemption arc. I think that they're also their bad edits from their initial season kind of followed them into into these episodes that sucks actually i'm rooting for them i'm I'm honestly mostly just rooting for jackie i am too i do really i do like jackie i know that she's messy i know that things have come out and like they're really messed up but i think that she really went through um a lot with like friends releasing text messages Mm -hmm. or who she thought were her friends i think um like having the whole Monica thing like happen mm-hmm. to her in such a crazy time. I don't know, but yeah. So. Yeah. That, I, yeah. Sad. Well, I know that we like highlighted most of the drama and not much of the married couples, but that's because I feel like they're just like in this happy, like, there's not much place. to say. I feel like they've just There's like continued to, to be happy. So yeah, um, we're happy exactly. for them. But again, uh, this watching this if it wasn't for this podcast i don't think i'd watch another after the altar again (laughs) (laughs) i agree even ours was boring but i just feel like they're just getting more like unnecessary you know yeah i don't know what else to say (laughs) (laughs) i know i'm really really looking forward to the new season of love is blind coming out i'm excited for some new faces i'm excited to watch the ultimatum i'm gonna do that this week we're gonna do that this week i'm excited to chat about that but tell it let us know let us know what you thought about after the altar like what were your reactions what were your thoughts um because we definitely (laughs) had a few of them here but um leave us a comment and let us know at our instagram page at out of the pods Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Woo, Wednesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.